Last night, Twitter imploded with the announcement that Ronna McDaniel was stepping down as RNC chairwoman. Now, you might remember last week we ran this story from Red State. We had Jennifer Van Lar on our program to detail the insanity that was happening at the RNC regarding spending. And, well, they had one of the worst fundraising years in quite some time. And then Suddenly, the New York Times reported yesterday that she was going to step down as RNC chairwoman after the South Carolina presidential primary. But all of a sudden, earlier this afternoon, it came out that she might not be planning on stepping down anytime soon. The reports were circulating all over social media regarding her plans to maybe stick it out a little bit longer. But ultimately, from people we've spoken to and people on social media, it looks like she is on her way out. So it's a lot to kind of digest. So let's bring in Jennifer Van Lar from Red State. Jennifer, thank you for jumping on with us again. We greatly appreciate it. Of course. So Jennifer, you dropped this story last week and it went really, really well. Uh, ultimately, it showed and it mapped out in great detail all of the crazy spending habits the RNC has and what they were doing with their donor money. And it comes off of a year that was horrendous for them spending-wise, uh, fundraising-wise, I should say. And ultimately, you know, everyone was just so outraged and calling for the chairwoman to step down after your report. And it looked like she was going to step down. But now there's emails being sent around that she doesn't plan on stepping down as of yet. Jennifer, what do you make of all of this? Because it's quite confusing, the reports. Well, obviously, you know, I was thinking about this this morning that it's difficult if you're someone in Ronna McDaniel's shoes to have such a public fall from grace and such a public uh, firing, basically. Uh, we all know that Trump is the head of the Republican Party at this point, And if he wants her out, then she needs to go. Uh, so that said, I think that probably what happened is overnight when there was so much football spiking on on social media and all these stories around that she just couldn't handle uh, seeing all of that and decided to come out and say, and like you referenced, she sent an email to the 168 members of the RNC uh, this morning saying, that all this palace intrigue is, is distracting from trying to win the special election in New York and all of the other things that they're trying to do with election integrity and holding Joe Biden's feet to the fire. It was very much a PR written message. And she said that as of now, nothing has changed and that decisions will be made after South Carolina. And in my opinion, that's just trying to cling to a little bit of face saving there because the New York Times article cited people close to her. And I don't know if they would have run this without having a little bit of documentation more than a rumor, but they cited people close to her saying that this move had been planned uh, since last fall and had nothing to do with any recent reporting. But there are also reports this morning in uh, CBS News and other traditional media outlets citing sources close to McDaniel saying that she had told Trump in that meeting at Mar-a-Lago on Monday that she would resign after the South Carolina primary. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Because she's had almost 12 hours to kind of debunk the New York Times reporting and, and say like, you know, like, hey, guys, that's not true. And it's as easy as just posting a tweet when you want to when you want to kind of correct someone or correct an outlet. So she hasn't done that. She hasn't put out a press release. She hasn't done any of that. So I wonder if they were factually correct, the New York Times, which is rare sometimes for them. Uh, and she right. just wanted to backpedal it out a little bit because she wasn't quite ready to make the announcement. Maybe she just feels like she wants to have all the attention right now in New York on that special election, which would be nice, but it just doesn't seem like something she would do ultimately. 
But it's quite concerning. And then there was the interview that was done with uh, President Donald Trump on my former boss's show, Maria Bartiroma. And he sat down with her and made these comments to Maria regarding Ronna McDaniel. Talk about this optimism uh, ahead that that we could see some relief, but the RNC doesn't seem to be so strong. I mean, the Democrats have all the money. Look at what we see. We get the Democrats actually uh, with the money and and uh, spending it. The RNC seeking credit lines. The RNC reported its lowest bank balance at the point in any year in 2016. Comerica says Michigan GOP defaulted on a loan of half a million dollars. So I have a lot of money, and the money that they get. People are not looking at the RNC. They want they want changes. I, you have to understand. I have nothing to do with the RNC. I don't. I'm separate. How's Ronna McDaniel doing? Uh, I think she did great when she ran Michigan for me. I think she did okay initially in the RNC. I would say right now uh, there'll probably be some changes. There will probably be some changes. And then after that interview was taped, according to New York Times, he did meet with Rana. And so ultimately, yeah, it's kind of strange to make those claims. Do you think he kind of nudged her maybe to potentially step down? Because it sounded like he was he kind of had that in the back of his mind a little bit. That definitely sounds like what's happening. He's being very gracious and I think giving her the chance to do something to save face here. Uh, he also told Newsmax on Monday that he thinks that she knows that it's time to go. I, interestingly, when I sent the New York Times article to a source who's an RNC committee person, uh, when I sent that pretty much right away yesterday, they replied saying, hmm, that seems like it might be a little premature, but could be hard to walk back now. So from what I take from that, that it, it is in the works, but maybe it wasn't really ready to be released. And maybe it was leaked to the um, Times because people knew that Rana would get a little bit of cold feet about actually resigning and wanted to make something public so she would have a harder time walking it back. And I also know that California GOP chair, Jessica Patterson, who's one part of the 168 and who's tightly aligned with Kevin McCarthy has been calling Republican congressmen in California and congresswomen asking them to put in a good word for her with Trump that she could be the co-chair. That would be interesting. I, I. I think it's really interesting. I mean, we saw some people floating names. Uh, Congressman Matt Gates also floated, which was strange. I thought it was maybe sarcasm, but he he kind of floated the name of former Speaker Kevin McCarthy as running for chairman, which I thought was interesting. I know people on social media are kind of liking Scott Pressler. Uh, who would you kind of think is probably one of the top candidates for replacing Ronan? Uh, well, I know that Trump is pushing for Michael Watley from North Carolina. Uh, there's also Drew McKissick, who's South Carolina GOP chair. I don't really have super favorable opinions of either of them. The thing that we need to watch out for, though, and I think Gates was being sarcastic, but I'm not entirely sure because I also heard him on a, a Twitter space talking about it. But the thing we have to remember is Kevin McCarthy still has a huge war chest when he walked away uh, from his seat in Congress. And he could very well be behind the scenes saying, hey, look, you know, all of this war chest could be yours if you either put me or my person in charge of the RNC. So we need to watch out for that. Yes, he can raise money, but I don't think that we need an exclusionary RNC. And that's what we would get with Kevin McCarthy. We'd get the same transaction based things that he did in Congress and that ultimately hurt the party and didn't serve him well either.
Yeah, I know people aren't very fond of Speaker McCarthy as well, because ultimately candidates who were running in the last election, they weren't happy because they didn't get meetings with Kevin McCarthy. They didn't get a sit down with him or any real financial assistance. They got the bare minimum and that didn't strike them uh, very well. They weren't, they weren't very happy about that. So we'll see how this all plays out. I think it's going to be very, very interesting. But Jennifer, you're reporting. I'm giving it full credit for all of this because I think it really stirred you know, the pot in the right direction for all of this to kind of come about. We, we do need some change in leadership and so thank you again for for sticking to it and and keep going on this one because i think everyone needs to know donors need to know where their money is going and you've done a great job at covering that so thank you jennifer i can't stop bragging about how my quality of sleep has completely changed since i've switched over to my pillow giza bed sheets these sheets are incredible and you have to try them yourself they're soft, they're thick. It's just a better quality of sleep. And I am thrilled to tell everyone about it. I can't stop talking about it. These new sheets are incredible. So if you're interested in improving your sleep, you got to head over to mypillow.com. And if you're looking to secure up to 66% off, you got to use promo code Brianna. That's promo code B-R-E-A-N-N-A. That's B-R-E-A-N-N-A. And you can only get it over at MyPillow.com. So if you're looking to improve your sleep, make sure you use promo code Brianna to secure your 60% off at MyPillow.com. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The MyPillow guy. And you're looking good. Still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, MyPillow 2.0. When I invented MyPillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of MyPillow. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code to save 50% on your MyPillow 2.0. Not only that, for a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. MyPillow.com And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them.